Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. We have a great guest today here with us. We have Barbara Wainwright. Super cool. Um, she's the CEO and founder of Wainwright Global, uh, which is I'm going to let her tell us all about it, but man, she trains all you life coaches out there and all you want to be life coaches. And I'm trained by Barbara. I'm all excited about that. I don't even know what year that was, but it was a while ago, but it fits <laughs> hand in hand. No, hi, Barbara. It's hand in hand with best ever you. And uh, I love life coaching, but more so I just am, um, it's an honor and I'm just thrilled you're here with us, Barbara. So thank you. Wow, thank you, Beth. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. I really look forward to sharing some of the great things about coaching and the times and the do's and the don'ts and what to look for, what to watch out for. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, you know, I want to go back a little bit because I know sometimes people don't understand what a life coach is, and so I want to, I want to, I want to go there first. But I also want to grab people's attention of when they kind of feel like there's something more but they don't quite know what it is I always say like things are percolating around and you want to be your best but you sort of might feel your worst <laughs> you know those moments and that's where you right. you step in beautifully uh, tell tell us even go back to like what happened to you that you started all of this and everything oh wow thanks yes well it was I don't know I was for 30 years I was in software development I was an IT tech <laughs> I wrote software, I designed software, and I worked, so I worked with computers for 30 years, and they're very logical, which I really like, <laughs> and in my life, things weren't as logical, and so I got a lot of accolades when I was working with computers, because I could do that really well, everything made sense, <clears throat> my personal life was a little uh, sketchy, you know, just uh, out of control, really, and I I didn't know how to get along, so <clears throat> I New though, for I, I went to a lot of personal development uh, seminars and really tried to get a, a grasp on how to get my personal life in control like my business life was. And I, um, like I said, I did a lot of, and for about 10 years of those 30 years of working in software, I knew that there was something else that I was supposed to do. And I was searching. I was searching and looking at, you know, with all the personal development classes that I took and the different spiritual classes and things like that. And then I stumbled on coaching, and I went, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So then I jumped in with both feet, and I just learned about coaching and learned about certification. I did so much research on these topics. It's crazy. But I, I jumped in with both feet, and I learned about coaching. I discovered that there's a lot of different ways to learn and be trained in coaching. And one of the things that really jumped out at me was, there wasn't a system. Coming from a software design and development background, I looked at coaching as this uh, kind of a, a lot of theory, a lot of rhetoric, and nothing really solid. You know, it's kind of esoteric. And I'm like, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me figure this <laughs> yeah. out. 
and let me design a system for people to learn so you can learn how to coach really uh, easily, learn how to coach if you follow the system, right? It's, that was my, my whole background was designing systems around uh, software that made things easier for the person that's using the software. Coaching, I went, I have no system. <laughs> yeah. So I, let me figure the system out. And uh, that's really what I did. And that's why I'm able to train people in only 16 hours and how to coach because we, we just, it's simple. <laughs> that's like, yeah, yeah. When, you know, yeah. Um, people would say it takes two years to learn how to become a coach. I'm like, two years? You're kidding me, right? Yeah. This, is, this can't be that hard. <laughs> no, I agree. And that, that was daunting too to me. I'm like, I, I looked around at life coaching and, you know, how to, um, I, I really wanted to add a section on best ever you where maybe it wasn't necessarily me training people how to be life coaches or anything like that, which I think I could probably do a better job of now that it, now, because I've been at this for so, you know a long time. But at the time yeah. I was like, okay, so I got, I never felt comfortable adding like anything to best ever you that said, yeah, join this and it's two years or three years and all this stuff to learn. Um, that's really what I loved about um, your programs is they were, it was, it, it just packed such a powerful punch is the wrong word, but you know, you learned it so quickly and you learned it and you could yeah, apply it yeah. and help, help people for real. It was really cool. So 6,000 coaches plus later, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's been great. You know, what's amazing to me is that I'm still teaching the classes too. And it's, it's something that I have so much passion there still, you know, it's been since 2006. So it's like, oh, 13 years later now. And I just love I it. I love teaching. And you think that, you know, you're teaching the same thing for that long that you kind of get a burnout or something, but no, it's because I get to meet the most amazing people in the classes and we just develop a rapport and it's, oh, it's just so wonderful. I feel to be living the life that I am. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. What, tell us what, tell us what life coaching is because I think people get, uh, like you, like, you know, you've said here, like the difference between coaching, consulting, therapy, and mentoring. It's like, okay, what are these four things and how are they used throughout our life? Do you need all four? Do you just need one? You know, tell us about life coaching and how it applies to especially the difference between coaching and therapy. People get those really confused. Yeah. You know, I think therapy is really great. I've got to tell you, I had a lot of therapy in, in my years, especially before I got into coaching. And therapy was really good for me. I needed to talk. I needed to, you know, get feedback from the therapist. I needed to get suggestions and tools and, you know, coping mechanisms, right, in therapy. I mean, I spent a lot of time in those chairs and, and I had a lot of different therapists because I, I, my experience was that after two years you pretty much got everything you're going to get from that therapist it's time to move on to another one and so therapy is really about helping your client to I guess, develop the tools to deal with life on life's terms you know it's about talking about the past looking at the past evaluating, thinking about it, analyzing, figuring out what happened, figuring out what could have been different, how to move forward in life. And then coaching is great. Once you've done the therapy and you've gotten through and you've talked it all out and you're, now you're present in the moment, you're not tied up in the past, coaching is about taking somebody who is present in the moment, who's 
you know, work through all the minutia that they have forward in their life and experience their, I'll call it divine purpose. It's about moving forward into a path that is fulfilling and enriching and in alignment with who you are in your core. So coaching is about empowering your client, and we do that through asking questions. And we facilitate their strategic planning, and we help them to take those steps and move forward. And when I say we help them, I don't mean by actually doing things for them. That would be more consulting. If I was to say, you know, what do you you need and let me help you get that done, that's a consultant. But coaching is about inspiring your client and asking them how they're going to manage it and letting them move forward and so we're empowering them. We're not, we're not, uh, it's not, we're not a crutch for them. Like therapy can be kind of like a crutch to hold somebody up when you're going through a tough time. Coaching is more like empowering and inspiring the person to keep moving forward. And, you know, it's interesting too, because I've had, I've had clients approach me for various things and, uh, and it'll be a referral back out to therapy sometimes. Like, um, yeah. it, and I, I was going to ask you about, Okay, I mean, I wanted you to keep going on therapy versus coaching because mm-hmm. how do you know which one you need? Because um, I know I can kind of tell when somebody comes my way and I can refer them back to what they need to do right. or we can kind of keep going. Um, but maybe you can articulate that a little bit better rather than just a feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. It's really clear. You are working with somebody and they can't stay with you in the present moment if they keep going and this happened and that happened and oh my goodness when my boyfriend did that and my mom did this if they keep going back into the past they really need to go talk it through i've been in situations where um, people have been in really had really really bad experiences and i've seen them over a course of two years go from hysterically crying and grieving and you know letting all that emotion out to in the end they just talk about yeah well that happened <laughs> you know? yeah. So they get once they've talked all of it out, they get, you do get to a point where you, it's resolved. And it's, it, here's the thing: our bodies store energy, right? And we have all this energy in the and things that might have happened to us that weren't in our best interest. And when those things happen, that energy is in our body until we release it. And sometimes talking about it is the great way to release it. Just talking, if you talk and talk and talk and talk, and finally you're bored with it. Yeah, that yeah. happens. You know, so if somebody can't stay present with you in the moment, if they can't be looking forward to what, you know, what things that they want to do that inspire them, if they keep going back, that's therapy time. So healing has to happen. Yeah, they need, yeah. No, you're right. Healing has to happen. They have have to let it go and move on. But if they haven't done that, they'll be uh, crying a lot. If they're crying a lot, that's another sign. Well, you really need therapy instead of coaching. So yeah. I think, think that the, the key point is staying in the present. If they can be with you in the present moment without going back into old stories, then they're probably ready for coaching. Now, let me know if you agree with this statement or not. It's, it's something I've kind of discovered through helping people lose weight. Um, I've had a couple clients, um, well, more than a couple, but a bunch of clients um, that have helped lose over 100 pounds. And wow. um, I will say Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, yes, I'll I'll help you. You're gonna help you, really. That's how this is gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> but I promise yeah. you, you're gonna gain all your weight back if you don't address what's really going on. Um, and that's therapy, probably. And so yeah. it's like we can we can kind of move forward and touch 
touch on the past at the same time, but I promise you, you know, that weight's coming back on unless you really address what's nagging at you. Do you agree with yeah, that sort of or wholeheartedly or? No, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. That I've, I've known quite a few people that have struggled with their weight and they've all had some childhood experience that is the reason behind that. And, you know, they just, it, it, sometimes it can take a long time to deal with those childhood issues. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think is, what do you think makes people want to decide to become a life coach or how do you know you, you should become one or, you know, where's, what's, what's that moment um, for people? I, I don't think, know if you can speak that, to all people, but you certainly have come yeah. across enough of us. <laughs> See a common thread, maybe. Right? I think that there's a, a sense inside that there's you need to give back. Like you, you feel like whole and complete within yourself, but you, there's this feeling that you need to do something more. And I think once you have that, you have that authentic passion to really be a positive influence in helping others to get to the place where you are. Like you're, you're feeling confident, you're feeling inspired, and your life is going great, and then you know that there's something more that you can do. You don't know exactly what it is. I mean, that's how I was. I, I was for 10 years, I, I know there's something else I'm supposed to be doing. I felt it. I knew it. And I, and I was searching, searching, searching. A long search, 10 years. <laughs> but, but, you, know, yeah. you don't have to search that long. <laughs> um, but it, it took a long time before I finally found it and then I went oh my god this is it this is how I can make a difference in the world and that was what was so important to me was I wanted to make a difference I wanted to help people get on track with their lives to feel empowered to feel inspired to feel like they're living their, their, their a purpose filled life and on the path to doing what they were called to do when they got here on the planet you know, and so I think if you feel like that, you have those same feelings inside of you that you know you can make a difference in life if, and you want to help individuals to make that change, I think that, that those are some of the reasons that you might want to do it. If you want to make a positive impact in all the lives that you touch, then that's when coaching might be the right place for you to be. And on the flip side, to use a life coach, uh, for example, in my in my experience I don't know very many people that are you know put successful in in little air quotes um, who haven't had some coaching of some kind whether it be athletic or job or or sometimes mentoring sort of falls under coaching a little bit yeah um yeah but I don't know very many people who you know get there alone yeah that is so true and you know I think that's called isolating when you think that you can do things all by yourself and you isolate. And I, I, I know that from my own personal experience that I was great at isolating and thinking that I was unique and you know, there was nobody like me out there. And I'm, you know, kind of within this hole, if you will, or, you know, I think um, Brenda Burchard calls it the cage. I was living a caged life where I didn't know what was out there. I didn't, I just didn't know. I mean, we don't know what we don't know. Right. So yeah. I think that, um, Really, being not isolating and, and and knowing that you can have a different life and a different reality is something that unless you've talked to a coach or you've talked to somebody or you've had a mentor or maybe it starts with therapy, but truly we all can live that life that we were destined to live if we 
work with, and, and I think it takes getting to know yourself through others. I think we always learn who we are best by being with others. And they, they're a reflection of ourselves, right? They reflect that parts of ourselves that we don't like or we're uncomfortable with, or they reflect that parts of ourselves that light us up and we go, that's, I like that about me, right? So I think we learn best through others, and that's what coaching is so great for, is coaching is all about asking questions. So we ask our client questions like, you know, what is it that you really want to experience? What's coming from your heart, not your head, not what somebody else told you to do, not what your parents said would be the best route for you. It's, no, it's got to come from within you, from your heart center. Who are you? What is it that you want to express in life? What do you want to experience? What do you want that to look like? What's the, what's the, I don't want to say end result, because what's the path? It's the journey, right? That, that's the experience for us, not the destination. It's the journey that is so rich and full of life and love and wonderful experiences. No, I, I, I love it. I think it's just such great information out there into the universe. I'm glad that you exist and that you've done all this <laughs> and that you've followed your instincts. To, to do all this, um, people can go to lifecoachtrainingonline.com to learn more about life coaching. And uh, you train people to become life coaches. So explain what that process looks like um, in 2019. Okay. And beyond. So life coaching, yeah, life coaching is a, a great career opportunity you can start part-time or you can just jump in and go full-time. So it's something that you can use to transition into a new career. So, for, you know, for, I look at it for people that are, you know, are, are at that point of burnout on what they're currently doing. If they want to transition out, it's a great career to transition into because you really can start part-time and go into full-time coaching. So in our training, what we do in two days or, or 16 hours is we teach people the system and, like you said, it's all about asking the questions. And the great thing about the training that we do, like you said, you learn it and you apply it in the class. So you get the experience of coaching from the coach's perspective as well as from the client's perspective. So you're going to coach somebody through their first, second, and third coaching sessions, and you're going to get coached through your first, second, and third coaching session. So when you leave the class, you will have a plan of what steps you're going to take to move forward with your coaching career. Here's something really interesting, I think, is that about 50% never had a coach, so they are getting coached for the first time, and they're exploring and discovering things about themselves that they didn't know, and then they end up having a plan not to move forward with the coaching business, but to move forward with what was really in their heart to begin with. So that they, you know, that it was the thought of being coached that got them into the class. But when they got in the class, they realized that they had so much more inside of them that they wanted to do. And that's what they focused on in, in, in the planning coaching session. Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm always, I love life coaching. So, I mean, I, you, you couldn't say anything. Nothing could come out of your mouth that wouldn't interest me. I mean, I, I absolutely <laughs> think it's probably one of the most important fields out there for people um, to both. I don't think it hurts to be a life coach. And I certainly don't think it hurts to encounter one of us along your journey. 
Um, yeah. And people are different, um, different kinds of life coaches too. So like you can take the initial class and then you can, you can take more classes still to like specialize in various things. Correct. Yes. I don't yes. know what you've got these I, days. I actually, yeah. Yeah. I have a, about three or four extra coaching sessions, which drill down into a niche. I have relationship coaching, recovery coaching and spiritual coaching and health, wellness and healing coaching. And so those classes go a little bit deeper into each one of those topics, but you can take the system here. It's, that's why I was like, you can have a system here. <laughs> but I know. I love it. Yeah. Coach, right? It's like, it makes things so simple. That's, that's why when I looked at the whole coaching thing in the beginning, I go, this isn't hard. Why does it take two years? We need a system. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. So with, right? <laughs> with, with the system of coaching, you can focus on any genre of coaching that you want to and use the same system. So you could be an athlete coach or a, I have a lot of uh, coaches that are uh, bereavement coaches or end of life coaches. So there's so many, we have over 52 coaching niches that my community of 6,000 coaches are coaching in. So there's a lot of different areas. And you know, what I always say to my coaches when they're trying to figure out what niche should I go into coaching in? I always say, well, what is your passion? You got to understand, you're going to be talking to these people about topics. How about doing it on a topic you absolutely love talking about? <laughs> yeah. Makes it really easy, right? Well, yeah, I, I think it does. Um, the, the only tricky thing that I found about life coaching is confidence at moments of like um, a little bit of fear that somebody's going to come along and I'm not fully equipped to um, – you know, handle what's going on with them. Um, whereas like a therapist might be. And so again, I think, I think your information was really good there. Like if they're past, 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 that's an indication they're, they're, they're therapy, but for, you know, like grief counseling is tricky. Uh, I don't know the, I don't know what fine line that is between a bereavement coach or a bereavement counselor. That to me just well, seems sort of like sad all along. And, I've, and I, you know, um, my father just passed away um, October 19th. And I've, oh, my gosh, yeah, very sad. And our family mm-hmm. is very sad. And I've drawn upon some of the things that you've taught me to help others, whether they knew it or not, um, as best as, as be, you know, and help myself, too, um, as best I could. But, you know, it, there is some of it that falls into like, Oh, you're still, and you should be, I mean, it's forever a sad thing. Um, but mm-hmm. people really grieve on their own time. And I don't know if any amount of coaching is going to, it's tricky. It, it, I, do you know what right, I mean? Do you know what right. I'm trying to say? It's like, okay, at what point does coaching kick into gear for that? Um, and sometimes I'm going to tie this up a little bit because I really, I'd love the answer to this myself. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> sometimes people really, are stuck in grief. And sometimes a, a, a life coach comes along to help move them forward. That's what yeah. I've found. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're right. Grieving is, is something I kind of look at it like the ocean, if you will. It's like, it just comes in waves. And when it, you know, I don't know, depending on what situation you're in, like, you know, being live on a radio show, you can't really, okay, I'm going to let that wave come over me right now. So I think that it's something that comes in waves and when you are working with a coach and you're working through your grief, 
there's probably two things maybe. You probably do need somebody that you can talk to where you can go back. But you can also look at, so, do you, you know, ask questions like, do you remember the good times? What do you want to remember? What do you want to hold in your mind in your presence about that experience? What was the best time in your life? So you can still ask those questions as a grief coach where you're helping that person to get to the happiness and the joy that, of that life rather than focusing on what just happened. Yeah, you ask the best questions. I had this, it's, it's interesting yeah, that for a couple of years ago, I didn't do this, but um, every year at the top of the year, um, well, kind of more like actually at the end of the year, I think about the, the next year, but not in a sense of like, um, oh, I, you know, just go, I think it more in terms of like goal setting or like a theme, mm-hmm. or not, resol- not resolutions. And one, yeah. my, I didn't do this in 2017, but I still have it up written in front of me. It's like the year of your year of discovery. Ask questions. We should do that together because <laughs> you ask the best yeah. questions. It's so <laughs> because your mind goes searching for those answers in moving yes. forward mode when you ask questions. Yes, yes, it's so true, and and it helps you to think better. You know, I mean, some people it, when we're raised, I don't know, at least in the United States. Here we're we're taught and we're told, right? We're not asked questions. We're told. We're, we're asked questions, do you remember this fact or that fact? But we're not really asked questions that really make us feel inside and think. That doesn't happen to you. I think in universities, some, you know, there's maybe some classes in universities that are focused on Socratic questioning. But truly, in our traditional education system here, we're told and we're we're remembering facts and figures instead of really going inside and learning to develop those strategical impact. And that's what I think the credit questioning does. And, and maybe where there's a big gap between our education and our life is that we, we aren't taught uh, strategic thinking when we're in school. We're told to obey instead of go inside yeah. and find out what our truth is, what are, you know, who are you? What is your passion? What is your purpose? What do you love to do? Who do you love to spend time with? What is it that brings you joy? What opens up your mind and your heart to explore and truly feel and sense and live life to the fullest? What is that? So a lot of questioning. Questions, right? <laughs> if we don't ask those questions and we never take the time to sit down and contemplate that and kind of, I mean, unless there's somebody there to help facilitate that within you, Here's something else interesting that I found is it's so much better when somebody else is asking you those questions rather than you sitting and trying to ask yourself those questions. It's so much better to be able to stay in your, it's like a transition from your head to your heart, right? If you're asking yourself the questions, you're in your head when you're asking yourself the questions and you have to allow yourself to get back into your heart in order to really get the answers that are really true for you at your core. So I think it's an egoic mind, right? Our mind, there's so much ego. And in our mind, there's, you should do this, and you should do that. And if you didn't do this, then, you know? Yeah. And in our heart, it's all love and compassion and, and genuineness and authenticity, and it's who we are and uh, our essence, right? Yeah, no, so, it is. And I, I agree with you that it's not, it's not very simple to just sit and ask yourself all those questions. In fact, it could probably almost be daunting, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, yeah. And 
people are probably, you know. Go ahead. I was going to say, even to figure out what question to ask. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's all in your head. So now you're all in your head and you're not in your heart anymore. That's why it's really great to have somebody asking those questions so you can just stay present and in your heart and allow the answers to flow from within you. Yeah. How do you know um, the different credentials? Like, what are the, what's the ICF, the IAC, the SLA? I mean, there's so many different things out there. Um, what is all that stuff? What are all those yeah, different okay. things you can hang <laughs> after your name? Right, it's a lot of acronyms. Um, the, the, there's a lot of accrediting bodies for the coaching profession. And um, it's interesting, the ICF and the IAC were both started by the same person. The ICF was started by uh, Thomas J. Leonard in 1975, and then he got unhappy with the way it was going and started the IAC, which is another association of coaches. He started that in 2003. And then there's the CCE, which is the Center for Credentialing and Education, which started in 1995, and they do a lot of credentialing of uh, um, I'll say counselors and things like that. All mm-hmm. of those entities, and, and I'll just talk about Strategic Learning Alliance, who is Wainwright Global's third-party accrediting body. Those entities all provide the accountability for the training company. So they add a next level, if you will. So I train and certify people through my organization, but the SLA puts the final stamp on it. Yeah, you learned everything, you've got it, you're ready to move on to the next level. And then they, they award or confer, if you will, the credential, the CPC credential to the coaches. So I, I award a certification and SLA awards the credential. And they are the third-party accrediting body, which means I have, a, there's checks and balances, right? So I can say Smith SLA doing that confirmation, it's, it's another. It's the next level, if you will. So the ICF is interesting. They've been around for a long time. However, they're not affiliated with the Department of Education, and that was what attracted me to Strategic Learning Alliance. Is that they are accredited through the Department of Education, and they actually got our curriculum accredited at the university graduate level. So that was really a great benefit yeah. for me. To have them around. The accreditation takes a good three years <laughs> on your curriculum, so it was really a, a, a bonus for me to be able to have Strategic Learning Alliance as our third-party accrediting body. That's awesome. Do you? Um, how many? Which certifications do you have? Which degrees do you have? You know, are you? Do you have to be like a you know a PhD in something to be a life coach? That's a great question. You know what? It doesn't matter what your background is to be a coach. If you have a passion for helping other people to live their purpose in life, then that's all you really need, truly. Hmm. And how much does it normally cost to hire a life coach? And how much does it cost to take a life coach class, too? That's a great question. So, my course is under $1,000. It's $997 to become a certified professional coach. And other companies, I've known to charge between zero to, not zero, but to up to $18,000, $20,000 to become a coach. And especially if you want to become 
an international, uh, the ICF, an International Coach Federation coach. They have a very expensive training because they have very expensive uh, requirements. You have to have 120 hours of coach training before you can become a coach with the ICF. And like I've said, I don't know what they do for 120 hours. I just know that in 16 hours, you can train you with the coaching system to be a great coach and have a huge impact. It's been proven with our coaching system that people accomplish things in half the time that they would if they were not, if they didn't have a coach. So when we bring people in to coach them and say, okay, so over the next 12 months, what are you going to see happen? With a coach, it happens in half the time. They're done in six months. It's amazing what happens with coaching. So anyway, there's, there's very expensive coach training, and then there's affordable coach training. And I, I like to say we have an affordable coach training experience where you can do it in 16 hours, you will have had the experience of being a coach, getting coached, you'll be on your path. And then I recommend for people that are just getting started, you mentioned confidence. To build that confidence, I recommend that you get out there and coach 40 people. Just take the system and take the, your clients through the first three coaching sessions. By the time you've done that three times, you will have so much confidence and you'll know you're making a difference because you will get that feedback from the clients after only three sessions. Yeah, I, I did that. I took that advice. I think I did more like 10, <laughs> but it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like yeah. I really needed the experience to hear like 10 different people um, and what they, you know, to, to sort of, you know, it was just, it was more, uh, more training. And I warned them too. I just said, you know, I'm new at this. So (laughs) you're going to be my tester, but I'm going to do this for free and we'll see how this goes. And everybody was really, you know, happy and, and it, and it helped. And one person went on to do um, extensive weight loss uh, coaching with me, which was good. So I really felt like one out of the, one of the 10, I made a way bigger impact. The other people were, were, um, you know, people that were a little bit closer to me and so forth. Um, does it matter if yeah. you coach family? I'll just say that's got to be the most difficult task that, I, that I'm aware <laughs> of is coaching somebody that you're close to because it's, yeah. it's I think it'd be really hard to stay out of the, uh, you right. know, our influence. we know them so well and it's, you know, we, we know the challenges they can, so it's hard for us to stay out of their path and help them move forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a phrase to this is going to go toward people who are already coaching, because I think we might have a a fair shake of people who are already life coaches who love to Mm -hmm. listen to you and so forth. Um, There's a phrase that comes into my LinkedIn a lot. Hi, Elizabeth. Uh, And this isn't coming from any point of point other than to to give it over to, to throw it and lob it over to you, Barbara, <laughs> as a lead maybe. Hi, Elizabeth. I'd love to sit down with you if you have some time, have a cup of coffee, and I'd love to pick your brain. Ah, okay. And so I get a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sit down and pick your brain. Okay. Um, wow. So, that would be great if you have all kinds of time on your hands and nothing else to do, right? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> one. It's it's an email that comes across, and I'm like, wow, I don't know how to answer this exactly. I mean, my husband and I were just talking about this the other day. I'm like, here's another one. What do I do with this? Do I install a, a, 
a zone of somebody who answers the email for me and says, I'm sorry, da, 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 you need to set up an appointment, you know, that kind of thing. I don't want to get so that I don't answer my own email. And, but what the way I've gotten with it is that's sort of a cue for some coaching. Pick your brain sort of yeah. means I'd love to, love to talk to you about coaching. Yeah. Do you agree? That, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. You, you know, it'd be great to say, you know, that that's wonderful. And I'd love to spend some time with you too. Here's my appointment schedule and we can talk about setting up a coaching session. That's exactly the way the email goes now. <laughs> but I had to really think about it because I think a lot of us get emails like that. I mean, you and I have emailed that way. Hey, Barbara, it'd be great to catch up with you. What's going on? You know, that kind of thing. And it's, yeah. it's like, um, you know, do you throw 200 bucks in the mail and go, thanks for coaching me? Or is it a friend or is it, you know, but if you're that, my point is not that exactly. It's if you're that person who's getting those, Hey, can I talk to you types of emails? It might be your cue that you're kind of good at coaching. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. If somebody's looking to get your feedback on something, then obviously they respect you and they want your opinion and, and value it or they wouldn't ask. Yeah, and it seems to me like a lot of people are leaving jobs in favor of the at-home work environment with the coaching, the consulting type of hat on. And I just think I just think what you're doing is is just a brilliant way of helping people achieve some of those goals. Some you know, there's people out there might be listening who are just going, "Oh, I want to leave this job so bad, I can't stand it." And they're they don't know quite what they're good at, but they know they sometimes get those. Um, you know, can you help me with this types of things? You know, this, you, there's just a lot to, that can be done with this particular profession, and you don't have to schlep to an office every day. Right. I think that's one of the true blessings is working from home. I, I've been doing it for a long time now, and it's been such a blessing. I remember the commute. I used to commute two hours to go do my uh, software consulting gigs, and that was just a schlep. <laughs> a schlep, isn't it? From home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, the traffic and the you know just yeah, everything about it was uh, daunting. I'm I'm just I feel so blessed to be working home. That's true. Working as a coach does give you so much freedom because you set your own schedule, you set your time when you're going to do the coaching, you set your time for marketing and in recruiting clients, and it's, and you have and end up having a lot of free time that we love. It's it's the best career that I've ever imagined. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that are, I'll say the baby boomers, right, that have, have gotten to the point in their career where they've done that 30-year thing and they're ready to move on to the next thing. And giving back is something I believe that's within all of us. It's like, what difference can I make? How can I give back? I've kind of done the, I've done the do. I'm done with that. And I'm ready to move on and do something different, and I really want to contribute to society some way. Well, this is a great way to contribute to society by giving back to individuals and helping them to get on their life path to where they're living that divine purpose and really being living an inspired, purpose-filled, passionate life. And I think that's something that we can all do if, if, we, if we want to. Coaching isn't hard. Yes, I, I I completely agree with that too. And and what do you think about the notion of um, people stopping themselves from perhaps helping others or becoming a life coach because their own life isn't perfect? 
You know, I I think that it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just, I, I might be controversial on this, but I don't think it matters if your life is perfect or not. And, and that's all so subjective. <laughs> is your life my, perfect, my Barbara? Talking, <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I, wouldn't, I mean, people, other people might look at my life and go, oh, my God, I wouldn't really live like that. But for me, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy and I'm content. So perfection is such a subjective thing. What's perfect to you? And does it have to be perfect? I mean, that's something that I learned from my, my daughter when I was brushing her hair one morning for school and I was trying to get it perfect. <laughs> and yeah. she looked at me and she goes, Mom, it's good enough. And I went, oh, good enough? I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, she rescued me from perfectionism. And I loved that about that experience. We don't have to have a perfect life in order to be able to do great things in the world. Everybody quote that one. We don't have a perfect life in order to do great things in the world. So as you're, you know, the other thing too, um, through life coaching, I've, I've, one of the things I've really realized is we all trade off these moments where we need each other. Like sometimes when you go into a life coaching thing, it's perceived that like, okay, I'm going to teach you something and it's going to be, you know, profound in this moment. And sometimes the person you're coaching teaches you a good thing or two also. <laughs> it's pretty cool well, because they have different experiences. Is. Yes, it is. I, and I always say that we get as much as we give in coaching. Yeah. We really do. We really, because the people we're working with and, you know, it's, it's like for instance, because we're in the question, right? We're always asking the question. And when somebody has a stumbling block, Right, and they go, especially for me coming from the consulting world, they have a stumbling block, and they and say, so, so, what are you going to do differently to have a different outcome? Right? I'm going to do da 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 da, and I'm like, I never would have thought of that. That is so cool. What a great <laughs> <Yep>. idea! <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get, get as much as we get. We really, really do as a coach. It's wonderful, a great experience. Yeah, yeah I kind of equate it these days to like sharing a recipe. It's pretty funny. It's like, this one's good. This works. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk books because you've got some books and I think there's one more on the way. I don't know where you're at with that, but you've got the power of yeah. life coaching and power of coaching. There's power in coaching. We Tell me what each, tell, tell the audience and um, I what the books are about because you've got some really good um, tools here beyond planning yeah. up for a class. Great. Thank you. Yeah, there's Actually, we're working on the third book, The Power of Life Coaching, Volume 3, and I've got some great authors that have I've read some of the chapters. I haven't got them all in yet, but we're yeah, compiling. It probably won't be out for another three months. But the two books that are out there have some really great stories about coaching and how coaching has changed people's lives, and they are all from Wainwright Global Coaches, which is nice that they're all uh, trained in the Wainwright Global System, and they, they just go and speak about their own stories and how the, how coaching impacted their lives or how coaching impacted the lives of others or the importance of coaching, for example, in academic coaching or financial coaching. And it's really uh, inspirational stories on how coaching has changed their lives. So if you're interested in coaching and you want to know what the impact is, those are a couple of great books to pick up and, and learn about how coaching can make a difference for you as, as well. Do you, um, I wanted to ask you about the logic. I don't know if this question is going to come out right, so you can please fix it. But you know how, you know how your computer background 
is logical and it has an answer and, you know, two plus two equals four and off we go. We're hitting the ground running. Perfect. Life's a little messier than that. Have you, if you've got it all figured out, you know, is life coaching going to, you know, give someone a grand epiphany where they're like, okay, I know how to live my life now and nothing's ever going to change again. Or, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Is it, Yeah, talk about life a little bit. I think that, you know, everybody's life experience is different and personal, if you will. However, for me, when I was trying to figure life out and things weren't making sense, like everything in the, you know, computer world was so logical and made sense, and I I loved that. To me, to understand how life works, and get a better grip on it and have a more balanced and fulfilling experience at home as, as I did in the office, I needed to, really, like I said, learn from others. I needed to have relationships. I needed to develop relationships with others so that I could see, might learn about who I was through others. No other way for me to, to do that. So I'd say, you know, in, in life, if we can get enough experience and see how other people operate in life and see what their experiences are and interface with them and, you know, recognize for ourselves, oh, I like that about that person or I, I want to be like that or I want to emulate them. I want, I like the experience. I love being around that person. So what is it about them that I love being around? Oh, it's their energy. It's their presence. It's their, the love energy that I feel when I'm in the room with them. I think that's what helped me was being around a lot of different people. And it wasn't in the work. I didn't get that in the working world for some reason. Maybe it was because we were always talking about projects, right? But when you get around other people and you talk about life, that's where you can really get to know yourself better through others. And I, feel, I just don't know any other answer to that other than really getting talking to other people. And that's what coaching, you know, as a coach, you're going to talk to a lot of people. You're going to learn more about yourself than you would if you didn't. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer to that. It's just a, a, a what you, what you feel. And I think that's a, a really good answer, but it, it's really hard. You know, life, life changes all the time. <laughs> so it's hard to put it in a box and say, okay, I've got it all figured. I think anyway, it's hard to put it in a box and have it, have it all figured out. But I think that there's, I think this gives you really good tools. Especially when yeah. you're stuck and, to to get through right. and cope and various things. I, I agree. Coaching has, is a great uh, toolbox, whether you do coaching as, you know, coaching somebody else or coaching yourself or, or you know, learning to, learn to coach. It's great because it helps us with our thinking. And I think, I don't know, that that's really an important skill to have, the strategical thinking, being able to, Think for yourself, and and a lot of that comes through meditation and going mm-hmm. inside and really being present and and asking yourself what's truly important to me, what's going to make a difference in my life, what experiences do I want to have in life, what experiences do I want to have in this area or that area of my life. You know, I tell you, yeah, the best questions. <laughs> Inner, inner reflection is really important, I believe. Yeah. Um, is there anything we haven't talked about that you wanted to talk about, touch on before we go? Because we're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. run out of time here a little bit. Yeah. Well, I just 
would love to say to anybody that's thinking about becoming a coach or thinking about making a difference in the world and they don't know where to get started, here's the great thing. If you come through the training, not only do you learn how to coach and empower and inspire others, but you will also receive coaching. So it's a win-win. You get coached and you learn to coach. So you learn to make a difference and you will experience a difference having gone, gone through the three coaching sessions in the class will make a difference in your life right there. So it's a win-win for you. If you are thinking about what should I do with my life, great opportunity to come through the training and learn a new skill. And in fact, I believe the skills that you learn as a life coach in our class will serve you for the rest of your life. So you have great communication skills that we teach in the class that really will impact you for the rest of your life. So I recommend just jump in, do it. (laughs) I I agree. I've been through the training and I have that CPC. um, And I think that it's a, it's such a jolt of positive energy. That's what I, I, I remember I went back through my notes before the call and I, and I have positive, positive, positive energy written everywhere. I thought that it was um, so well run and so positive. And I thought it was, um, I thought the tools that you gave people to use to, to help other people, you know, to like, you know, to apply life coaching to other people were actually useful. Like, you know how, like when you write a book, you're writing it and you think, is this going to be something I'd actually buy? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> That's, that was the context of me writing my book. I'm like, would I actually buy this? And if the answer is no, I need to keep writing. And so I, th- I thought about your, your course in terms of that, of like, okay, if I wasn't a life coach and somebody said, you know, I've been through Barbara's class and here's the tool that I want to, you know, here's some of the tools I want to use with you and I want to take you through these exercises and so forth. It would be something that I would actually buy and use myself. So I, I think that's one of the things that's cool about it. It sells itself because it's actually useful. <laughs> Thank you. I did try, to, did try to put it together with that in mind. It's like, what will make the most impact? How can we make the most difference for our clients, you know? And there was a lot of research that went into the system. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 don't know. I love Dr. Bruce Lipton. I don't know if you uh, ever know about Dr. Bruce Lipton, but he had, he confirmed everything that I had learned and discovered and, and researched. And then he came out with his book, The Biology of Belief. And that mm-hmm. book just was a confirmation for everything that I had put together. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I love hearing that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool to know. Book. All right. Has he been through your class? <laughs> you no, need to put him through your class? <laughs> just for fun, even. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it would be. It would be great to have him. Oh, too funny. Thing. Yeah. All right. Um, it's been so fun having you on. I hope you'll come on again. Maybe we can do just like the question show, like 10 minutes of just questions you should ask yourself. <laughs> Ooh, I love, yes. wouldn't it be fun? Just like a quick 10 minute yes, show to get people right. like thinking, well, like discovery. Yeah. Think yeah. about that a little bit. All right. We'll brainstorm, oh, yeah. but so okay. much fun having you on. Um, everybody listening, please, please, um, you know, Best Ever You is what it is, and 
and we're all who we are because you guys listen and share and embrace our guests when they come on this show. I mean, the, the best ever you show is on iHeartRadio and iTunes and all these places because you guys embrace our guests and you're really listening to what they've said. And I love it when I hear that you listen to a show and you're like, hey, I gave that to my brother, my mother, my sister, my friend, my coworker, my whoever, because I thought it might help them. So I think this is mm. one of those shows. Oh, yeah. The, the, I just love mm. that. If there's one person listening and they <laughs> even just one person listening who does that, it just makes my heart sing. Um, so and I think this is one of those shows. It's a life changer where if you're sitting out there and you're wondering what in the world life's all about and where to go next, um, maybe try this. Um, go to lifecoachtrainingonline.com. Or um, I've put links to Barbara's books also, or listen to the show. Um, she's given us great clues to help us succeed. Right, Barbara? <laughs> Anything else? Thank you so much. I really <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I just say, you know, follow your heart, follow your heart, what's in your heart, what's inside of you. If there's something inside of you that's saying, I'm ready to do something different, I'm ready to have a new experience, then jump in. Water's fine. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thank you, Barbara Wainwright. I appreciate you being here for almost the hour. <laughs> and uh, well, lots of love to <laughs> thank you. And lots of love to all you guys listening. Take care, everybody, and have a great day. And uh, if you're on the East Coast, uh, careful in all this snow that's heading our way. It's going to be a, a tricky next few days. So stay safe. Stay safe, everyone. And thank you again for listening. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.